What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Hustle and Grind podcast with Jason Hartwell and Nick Tobin from Pickle Cutters and JK Blades. I already got some dinging going on. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, what's up with that, man? Yeah, so today, uh, before, before we even get started, I want everybody to cross their fingers and just say a little prayer for me because I'm outnumbered today. I got two great white northerners <laughs> in the house with me, and That's hopefully they're not going to team up on me and start speaking French and uh, leave me in the dark. But uh, <laughs> we, we, I'm going I'm to give your name a shot. How about that? I'm going to try to sure. say it the way Pickle does. We got Justin Lemur. Is that close? <laughs> Pretty close. Lamaru, Lamuru, Lamaru. Oh man, that sounds cool. You got to roll that R a bit more. Lamaru, Lamaru. We got rainy day forge up in this bitch. How about that? <laughs> What's up, guys? Happy to be here. So stoked. Yeah, man. I thought we were gonna have fun today. I just finished up y'all's uh, latest episode of the Forge Side Chat podcast. Nice. I finished Excellent. it about two minutes before I pulled into here. I, I kind of was touching up on your podcast. You know, I've, I listened to the full one that you had Pickle on there. Yep. And I've heard bits and pieces of other ones here and there. But uh, the one with Jeremy from Simple Little Life today, I was kind of trying for to sure. get a feel for the Canadian accent. You know what I mean? Because I don't feel like Pickle's got much of one. Every now and then it'll pop through. And y'all didn't either too much. But I every hear- now and then you guys would get on this – little certain topics, I guess, where you all clicked and just let it all out. Man, I was cracking <laughs> <That's right>. up. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to do kind of like a Canadian podcast for blacksmiths. We noticed over the last few years that there hasn't really been much of a, like a representation or a place to feature the other like craftsmen. So we're like, let's do it. Let's put it together. And uh, episode one, two, three, the audio is kind of eh, dodgy and then it slowly gets better. And then the last two, my audio failed. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, well, learning, learning pains or growing pains. It's all about the audio, Justin, man. I've, Oh shit. Know, I know I it is. A, I went through a bunch of, you know, different ways of doing it. I recorded through my phone one time over the yeah. phone. Uh, I did uh, the headphones with the mic. Uh, Bluetooth headphones with the mic, uh, <laughs> I, you know, the computer mic. And so I just ended up dishing in and getting something decent, you know, off of Amazon yeah. for like 70 bucks. Yeah, we definitely had our trials and errors of trying to get it right. And I think we're there now, finally. Yeah. Well, the bonus of being young is when you're growing, there's not many listeners. And as you get better, hopefully you get more listeners and you get used to the format and get better equipment. So I think we're, we're there. I just, I fumbled on the last two, but yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been an experience. Does that have anything to do with a, I love you? Uh, maybe a little bit. <laughs> yeah. What's up with the, I love you thing. I noticed every time you pop a top, I, it was, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Lyndon's a, oh man, he's a ball of energy. He's like, He's the character of the show. I think I play like the yang of the episode. <laughs> he's the yin and he's like the energy. And I kind of like, I think people are attracted to that. And I, and maybe he goes too far sometimes. And I go, Oh man, Lyndon. <laughs> <laughs> and so people, I think hopefully resonate with the both of us. Um, I think the I love you comes from the Simpsons though. So every time he opens a beer, Okay, so it is a reference to something. Yeah, yeah I think it's The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
but I'm liking your vibe, guys. I uh, I live been listening actually since episode one. That Jason was pointed out there. That was an awkward show. Oh man, I remember it popped up on my Spotify, and I was like, "Oh, cool! I'll check this out." Like hustling grind sounds good. Listen to it. Listen to episode two and three, and then well, I stopped working in the shop, and then you get caught up again, and then no oh, pickles is going to be the uh, co-host now, and it's been. It's been great. I've been working way more hours in the shop lately. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I need to get caught up on back issues or back the back catalog, but it's, it's great. It was fun when Bubba was the co-host because he was in the studio with me. We knew each other in real life. Right. But, but right. we talked so much in real life. When we got here, it was kind of a... What do we talk about now? Y- yeah, like a struggle, like we were putting on. You know what I mean? Right. Me and uh, Knucklehead talk all day every day back and forth on the you know what do you call that the facebook deal but we're just shooting pictures back and forth you know what are you up to when we get together both being knife makers you know i feel like it's a good combination doing two completely different styles but it's still knives and it seems to be working so awesome i'm enjoying it i'm definitely enjoying it so cool thank you yeah appreciate that so uh, you guys y'all got several sponsors already on your show huh yeah. Um, That's impressive, man. Congratulations. We, while listening to you guys and we listened to, uh, what is it? Uh, oh, one of the other podcasts that Maritime Knife Supply, uh, Josh Smith. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. And we we're like, wow, he's sponsoring Josh's, Josh Smith's podcast. And we're like, shit, we should talk to Lawrence, Lawrence Lake. He's out, out east there and close to Nick. Yeah. So we reached out and kind of came up to a, it's a it's a loose agreement there that's not big money that maybe pays for a beer per week <laughs> <laughs> so if there's big sponsors out there i don't know yeah i would we, love to we get need a, to hook up a sponsor you know, to pay cash <laughs> determine sponsor and what we do you know as you know sponsors don't hook us up with money you know, they ain't going to give us out money. You know, you'll, you'll get a discount, same discount as most people get, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like and maybe a little bit more, but you know, it's nothing special. You're saving a buck and that's it. You know, you're not getting anything for free really. Yeah. Like for us, it's more about establishing the relationship at this point, getting connected and being yeah, that's a thing. like being kind of like being the face for it. And then, or the voice for it, I guess. And then if down the road something can come out of it, that's what I'm looking at. Like maybe, I don't know, I'm, shit, and I'm invited on this podcast <laughs> or I invited myself. So that's awesome. Like we're a big deal, yeah. Yeah, Pickle texted me and said, Justin wants to come on the podcast. I was like, cool, when does he want to do it? So oh, we're happy to have you, man. I was surprised he wanted it. He was like, I want to be on the podcast. And when you guys get me on, I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, the reason why is because uh, you and Jason were doing a podcast uh, live on Instagram. And this is like two weeks ago. And at the end of the, of the stream, I got onto it as well. And then Jason said like, Oh, you should get Justin on the show. And since then, I was like, okay, I'll just have to say something at one point. Oh, because you probably forgot that you said that. Yeah. (laughs) It's possible. Or maybe I imagined it. Real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Jason wants me on his podcast. Oh, my. Yeah, dude. Back back to the sponsor thing real quick. 
I want to. I just want to say one more thing about the sponsors. So yeah. w- whenever we talk to people, I, it's usually me. You know, just because I have been on the show since episode one. When I talk to someone who's interested in sponsoring the show, my biggest thing that I want in return every time is promotion. Like, because like people right. said, we're not going to make dollars. But mm-hmm. a, a big part, like Phoenix and Broadbeck are our two primary sponsors. Every awesome. single time I put something on Instagram, they share it back out. It might oh, not get no a way. ton of likes, but, you know, Broadbeck's got over 10,000 followers. Yeah. You know, probably yeah. more than that. So we're reaching an extra 10,000 people just by bringing their name up on the show. You know, that's awesome. Plus, we're able to offer a, a promo code, which is Hustle for the Deep Platinum upgrade. And, nice. you know, it, it just benefits everybody, but it's super simple. Nobody's really losing, but everybody's winning. So, well, if listeners can get something out of the show right. other than like entertainment and some little tips and, and tricks for the shop and maybe exactly. get a savings. Damn. That's well, awesome. I picked up something out of your show today, something that I started working on about halfway through the show because I was like, man, I find that hard to believe. Yeah, dude. Okay. So something I've been thinking about for a while. Sorry, Jason, you picked up that you were listening to two hosers. Yeah. Well, I picked up on that pretty fast, but actually it was three today, right? It was. Yeah. 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 But, um, something I've been thinking about for a while, but I kind of feel weird even saying it. And I think you might've been feeling the same way. Just picking up from the way you were talking is you know before we started i did a little thing around this room and showed you all the studio i'm in it's not free you know what i mean that all that comes straight from jason hartwell that's not paid for by any sponsor or nothing so i'm seriously thinking about setting up a patreon thing and Mm. like you guys were saying if it can at least cover the studio time you know because all the equipment that's in here is paid for pickles equipment's paid for but if it can at least offset some of the out-of-pocket That'd be awesome. If, if we're looking at it as a business sense, it, it, part of that is marketing costs. And I, I think a lot of marketing costs could be tax deductible. Oh, maybe not online like that. Hmm. Yeah. Well, the so thing is, is you know, know okay. what's that? We could do a few collabs. I do a blade. I send it off to you. You do the handle. You do a blade. Send it off to me. I do the handle. And then we raffle off these blades, and that goes into a pot for the podcast rental. I'm down for that. I'll send the blade to Maine. You still got that address in Maine, right? Yeah. That'd be like a $100 difference crossing that border. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, uh, yeah, that's something, you know, that just popped to mind because we had already, I think we had already mentioned doing a collab, me and you, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. It had to be uh, after Christmas, though. Shit is bonkers in the shop right now. That's no, good though. No, no way. Like I, I was messing around with my uh, my forge today, and uh, trying to modify it to make it like forced air forge. And uh, I got it running, got it working amazing. Like I don't even know if I'm running half a psi. You know. So and, uh, I saw the video, but I, it was hard to understand. I saw an air hose going to the top of your burner. Yeah, so are you going right into the burner itself, or are you going, like, into another port or orifice beside it? No, just right onto the top of my burner. I took right the cap. The burner. Uh, the, the Devil's Forge burners, they got that cap that you screw off to, like, choke it or give it air. Right. So I just took that off, and I took my old Devil's Forge, Forge body, and I cut off the flange from the top, and I welded a plate on top of that, and then 
punched a hole through the middle, threaded that to get my fittings and all that for my, my air valve. And uh, I sat it on top of the top of the original burner. So okay. it just slides on and off. Well, at least you got something threaded. The way it looked to me is you took a rubber hose and shoved that bitch in a hot fire. No, 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 no. no, no. It's a compressor hose. People wouldn't do that. Come on. I'm a lot smarter than that. Come on, guys. Yeah, just hey. Yeah, I uh, guess you're you're looking at like a pressured air, right? So you want more volume. Yeah, I'm trying to save money on fucking fuel. Yeah. It's going up. Yeah, it is. It did go up and it went up here, and it's like 20 more dollars for a 100-pound tank. See, I filled up two percent two twenty five pound tanks today. Usually, it costs me right at twenty dollars. It's like eighteen ninety nine, so a little above twenty bucks after tax. I did two tanks yesterday, and it cost me like fifty three bucks. So oh, wow. that's what about thirteen dollars more than usual. So yeah, I don't pay, and this I didn't mention, but I don't pay. I don't know what the real price is because one of my friends, he's got a roofing business. They do a lot of flat tops and stuff, so uh, they they got hundred pound tanks. Like I traded a tank with so a volume, for, yeah, for a pair. Of, yeah, so he's got a volume deal at the place. So he just he's got tanks at the garage, and he tells me what it costs, and I I bring him back empty, and I grab another one. So nice deal. Yeah, it's it works for me, you know. And I mm-hmm. traded him a a pairing knife for the tank and two like like a full tank, and then another full tank. That's a so, good deal. Yeah. So I ran those two tanks, and then I got, I'm on my fourth one right now, and uh, with the forge welding that I've been trying to attempt with the sand mice, I I froze it. And when I realized that I couldn't get more pressure from my uh, gas, I was like, oh, I froze my 100-pound tank. I was like, I must be low, you know? So I looked at my gauge, and I was in the red, and then I went outside, and I had a four-inch frost line at the bottom. So uh, she's, she's, she's low. Yeah. But today I had her cranking with the compressor, you know, full blast. And I, that, sorry, guys. But uh, that's what I was getting to with the stories that uh, I'm forging out Christmas orders, which are further down the list right now because they're forged. And I said, don't get to be messing around with the forge and have that going. Might as well bang on some steel, too. So I was doing two things trying to mod my forge and forging out orders. So what are you going to do then? You've got, you're not going to run an air compressor to your forge it's, no, it's super loud super loud and uh i doubt my compressor is gonna like that it's just a small two chamber fucking compressor that's what i was but, wondering how much air pressure are you running into it i don't know just letting it's it run i just got a little ball valve there that i mm, okay. opened. but uh i'm gonna do something different i'm uh, gonna get a, like a real little <clears throat> forge blower or something and pipe it up properly Get my air in there somehow. What about if you yeah. got one of those little, uh, just like one of those little tire inflator pumps? You know what I mean? Uh, that runs off 110? I doubt that. That probably wouldn't you last want, very long, you would want it? Volume of air in this case. Yeah. Like I wouldn't I'm think running, it would take very much. Well, n- yeah. Well, you no, know, you want the volume of air, it's n- not as much pressure. So you want like, uh, like a, I'm, I'm using an inline fan for a, uh, like a dryer. So if your dryer's like in the middle of, the, of your house and you need to like exhaust this fan, exhaust the, the moisture out of your house, 
it's an inline fan that'll blow it outside. So it helps it pull it out quicker. And I picked this up at an auction for like two bucks and it, it fits perfectly around like corrugated metal tubing and ran that up to my uh, forced air to my forge and it, it works great. Um, auctions, Kijiji or uh, Craigslist grad sales. But I tried like I tried with a, uh, with a shop back as well too. Oh yeah. Going in. And too much air? Yeah, too much air for what was going on. And if I and I modified dude, I did a lot of things to this. <laughs> <laughs> I took the I took the shop back hose and uh, I grounded out a plug for that. Mm-hmm. Tip of the hose and I drilled the hole to sit on top of the fitting that I have for the air compressor hose where my uh, air regulator is. So I had the vacuum blown into that that way. And the pressure that the vacuum pushes out is not strong enough to get the forge going hot and properly. Huh. Yeah. Are you blocking the end, the outlet of the actual hose? Or is well, it just yeah, going yeah, both yeah. ways? I blocked, no, I blocked it. I blocked the out, like the exhaust. Like I took the exhaust part of the vacuum. You know how yeah. it goes out air? Well, I put the hose in that. Straight end. line to that. Yeah, straight line. Holy crap. Yeah, and hmm. uh, the hose itself, I plugged it at the end where I hooked it up to the forge with a block of wood, so that was airtight. And uh, I punched a hole through the middle, and that would sit on top of the quick attach fitting for the air compressor. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, so and there was no air coming out from there anywhere. And, uh, you know, the air was going through, but it wasn't enough to run the forge. Cool. So I need more pressure, I think. I, I what do you have for a forge, Jason? I got a, a frosty T-burner, two-burner forge. Okay. And is it just Venturi or is it forced air? Uh, well, it's just there's no forced air. There's no air. Okay. So I bought the forge off the line yeah. when I started. And actually, it's it was about two years after I started. Because I started out with a hole in the ground. And then I went to uh, Coal Forge. Then I went to a homemade forge with a weed burner. Oh yeah, from Harbor Freight, which does not get metal hot. Pickle knows all about that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it'll turn it colors, but it ain't hot enough to do nothing. As you see, smoke flowing for the past like. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then finally, I broke down and spent the money and got a forge. That's been about four years, I think, since I've had this one. Okay, nice. And it's it's still hanging on by a thread, but it still it still works. Definitely nothing fancy, but I think I want to do like pickle and build a forge because there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with my burners. But the forge, the can, the shell is starting to wear out, just getting right. hot, uh, and burned up. And I kind of noticed on that little clip that you put the other day there that your uh, your bell housing is getting pretty fucking hot. Yep. <laughs> yes, sir. Fuck. <laughs> uh, it was actually brought to my attention by uh, I forgot who. We were talking forges, and then he's like, yeah, Jay's burner there. I don't know what's up with that. And I hadn't noticed it, but then I went back <laughs> and looked at the video, and I was like, holy shit, that thing's like tomato red hot. Yeah, I think a lot of that insulation in that top has done just come out. You know what I mean? But so, uh, wouldn't that be an issue, though? Ain't been yet. Oh, I mean, oh, it's God. it still runs <laughs> just as good as it always oh, has. The heat, the, the metal is getting hot on the inside. Like, 
Well, what has what happened is instead of both my burners facing straight up parallel, that one that's been getting too hot, it's starting to tilt just a little bit. Oh. And I think it's just because of the steel on top is getting so hot that just the sheer weight of it is just leaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's warping. Yeah. So, but, uh, but for now. The Devil's Forge uh, caved in. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. From like the front burner because I was always running it and running it hot. Yeah. Eventually, I noticed like my I was sitting there and I was like, "Holy fuck, is my floor that off?" You know, and because uh, I could see the two burners weren't even. You know, one was lower than the other, and I was like, "Fuck!" So I started looking at the forge body, and I was like, "Oh no, look at that! It was all caving in around the flange there, so wow. sinking, sinking in." Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna go pick up some fire bricks and and build one pretty much the same as what y'all you're running pickle. Uh, I, that's the thing there. There's uh, Charles, uh, Charles, Charles, Charles. From uh, he's in charge anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Charles from Brooklyn Nine Nine. You know who he is, right? No, it's uh, Charles. I just don't want to get his name wrong. Just give me a second. I got my phone here. Yeah, I've never heard of her. Charles Steffies Clayton. I don't know from uh, Atlas Knife and Tool. Okay. okay. Yeah, he makes the, the he's got those anvils and he's got those uh, forges. Like he's got these nice little forges that he has and uh, very efficient and all that stuff. And they're small, they're convenient. It's like a heat treating forge, pretty much for the knife maker. And uh, there's like a Chinese knockoff on. Uh, it's funny because there's a Chinese knockoff on Amazon of it and on eBay. And uh, he actually bought it and he put a, he posted a video about that the other day. It was fucking hilarious. Thing was garbage. Have you but, seen uh, the little forge? It's called Mister Volcano. It's probably yeah. I've seen those tiny. Yeah. Derek Melton picked one of those up and did a review on it. And it's like a hundred dollar forge, and he was saying, you know, for the price and for what it is, it's pretty freaking awesome. I, whatever, hundred bucks to get you into blacksmithing. Exactly. Shoot. Yeah, that's, that's cheap. Yeah, that's way less than what I paid for mine. Oh, and, and the time, the time it takes to make stuff like. You dicked around with your forge all day, probably, or for half yep. the day, Nick. And yep, like that time's not coming back, and that yep. like hits the bottom line. Well, that's why, like I said earlier, I was able to at least forge in one blade. You know, nice. So, and it's an actual order. So it's just not due yet. It's just gonna sit there for a couple of weeks before I get to it. But that's what I felt like forging. Actually, came out pretty good too. What was really, it? really, really enjoying this forging because there's so much less grinding to do. Yeah. Like when you're profiling your blade at the forge on the anvil and you're beveling those those bevels, like on my kitchen, like the last two kitchen knives that I put out yesterday and today. Yeah. Uh, it was so, like, not much grinding done on those bevels. And very, very content. And I was like, holy shit, that, those came out nice. So, like, I really, really enjoy it. And even with profiling, that's that's how I am. I pay a lot of attention to shit. Like, if I see something wonky along an edge or whatever, I'm going to want to fix that. You know what I'm saying? And I know I could move steel to make it look right, fix it. So I ain't going to just leave it all rough and then have to hit the grinder and take off a quarter inch of the bottom of my profile. You know? <laughs> the reason why I'm forging these bevels is I could push it an inch and a half of steel out to two and a quarter, two and a half inches, you know? Yeah. So. Well, you're definitely saving money on belts. Yeah, that too. Save money on belts. Damn, well, the money I'd be saving on belts, I'm putting into the forge guys, I guess. 
<laughs> yeah, right. Because yeah, that's that's fucking running. But I love it. Oh. I love you. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> hey, uh, I just got a notification that says remain meeting remaining meeting time nine minutes and fifty three seconds. Yeah, suck it. Oh, does, weird. Does yeah. that usually come up? Or? Yeah, we're good. We're good. Yeah. Oh, because you're recording on your end. Yeah. <laughs> Zoom, Zoom does funny shit sometimes. It's right? popped up almost every every episode that we've used Zoom. It's popped up and said, you're almost out of time. Click here for a free whatever. I've never clicked nothing. We go at least an hour, an hour and a half every time. Bizarre. So, I don't know. They probably get, want a rating or get. something. <laughs> but anyway, um, last week I had talked about the sale that Broadbeck Ironworks is doing for their Black Friday. And uh, I had it pulled up a second ago. I'm going to go ahead and just talk about the the discounts and when we can get them because it's right around the corner. So when the, is Black Friday? Black Friday is the day after Thanksgiving. So that'll be the 29th. This sale okay. starts on the 22nd of November. And you can get their super mega package for $3,565. That Man. saves you five hundred and forty dollars, and in the premium premium plus package, you can get that one for twenty seven thirty five. Saves you three hundred seventy five bucks, and if you use the promo code Hustle, you're automatically upgraded to that Mareco Platinum. That is a I think a little over three hundred bucks for that Platinum. Sweet. So that's a free upgrade to that Platinum if you use that promo code Hustle, and during that sale you also get a hundred dollars off if you buy the surface grinder attachment. So, if you need a grinder, now is the time to get it. And that uh, super mega package, that is a whole knife shop all in one box. That's got the disc sander and the, the oh man, I can't hardly see. The Buffing di- wheel attachment, the disc sander, yeah. the surface grinder attachment. Small wheel uh, attachment. The small wheel, the rotary platen. Yeah, it's got all of it. Yeah, it's got it all, yeah. Yeah, and that that's a lot of stuff, dude. I mean, if you was to think about buying all that separately, that that's a deal. You want to talk to the somebody who has? <laughs> right. <laughs> you have most of that stuff, Nick? Oh, I do. Oh, I don't have the rotary platen, and I don't have the, no, I don't have the buffing, and I don't have, but I've got a lot. You know, I got the surface grinder. I got mm-hmm. contact wheels up the wazoo. I got my small wheel kit, which is actually my second kit. Because the first kit I'd gotten was all steel wheels, and I wanted rubber wheels. Mm-hmm. I had, they were. It was a good set. It was a good, good small wheel kit. Amazing service as well. Two Nexus grinders. And what, uh, uh, what do you find the differences between the hard wheel and the rubberized or rubber? Uh, you don't get as much chirping, if you want to call it that. Like it doesn't stutter alongside the wheel. Like it doesn't jump. It's not jumpy. Like from the. The belt glue. Yeah, well, you you'll get belt jump yeah. on the steel no matter what. You know, and the wheels right. were tick tick, but, uh, tick tick tick. Yeah, yeah. I, it minimizes that a bit with the rubber wheels, and on right. top of that, like I said, it's a uh, you don't it doesn't like the steel wheel with the belt and then pushing steel against it. It gets jumpy when you're trying to work along a profile like inside the oh, okay. coil and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll get a little wavy along your your tank. Mm. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it leaves little bumps. Like, so 
you got to try to flatten those out eventually, you know. But uh, and it'll wear a wheel. it'll wear a groove in your belt a lot quicker too with a solid yeah, that, steel wheel. Yeah, I discovered that this week. I but just if you're digging that steel with them, if you're digging that steel with them, trying to create a profile, you know, that's just yeah, you're still going to get it. That's yeah. Well, you don't do that. I don't do that with my small wheels. I I treat my tools right. I respect my tools. And uh, they respect me, so that's how we flow. And uh, <laughs> my hands are all chewed up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my hands tools. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> that's your most important tool. Yeah. No, actually, that would be my fucking my noggin. I'd say. I looks fully loaded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jason. <laughs> Yeah. So what's been going on in your shot this week, Justin? What you been up to, man? Talk about your well, projects, what you're working on. Yeah, I have a sale on Sunday, so I'm going to like a craft market. Nice. And it's being hosted at a pub downtown here in Winnipeg. So for the last, uh, I guess since September, really, sorry, I'm going back now. <laughs> so since September, I've been trying to get my shop really in order, working really well. I did a bunch of painting and stuff in there and uh, just got new garage doors, which I'm really stoked about. That Thanks to Lyndon Lando Novak, co-host of Forgeside Chat. And uh, this week I've been trying to push to get more product ready for the shop. Um, Two of the pieces that I was actually working on today, which are going to be kind of my prettier show pieces were wrought San Mai with uh, ADCRV2 in the core and both of them failed <laughs> and at the point where I was like all right these are ready for the etch and I just looked like right at the choil right by the finger groove between the the, the cutting edge I'm like oh you know I'll, I'll sand that up make it nice and clean before I put it in the 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 acid and both of them had a distinctive crack right there. So I'm like, I was kind of cheesed. Fine <laughs> crack there too, man. Like, it's where there's full thickness. That's why I said, what about the spine? Yeah. When we were talking. And it's, you know, the, it's thickness. weird. Both spines are fine, but I pre, I pre ground my bevels before quenching. Yes. yes. And I think uh, that's what saved it on. My longer blade, I see a crack on the underside of the handle. Um, oh. I'm not super concerned about that one because it's in the handle and it's 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 not hitting the blade. Keep an eye on it. Yeah. I swear to God, it moves undercover. <laughs> I swear, Jay. I swear. Oh, that. really? Yeah, no, no. I was sitting there. Okay. I, you know, I was, I'd broken the blade at this point. Yeah. The blade was yeah. broken. The handle and whatever was left of that part of the blade past the, the finger choil and all that, you know, you know, there's maybe an inch of it left. Mm-hmm. So the heel of the, the, the behind the sharpening choil was, you know, still there. Yeah. And uh, that was fine until I heard a ping and a rattle on my bench. And I was like, what the fuck was that? You know, and the only thing that could have pinged and rattled would have been that. And I looked and that's when the crack came out. The crack did not come out directly in the quencher after, you know, yeah. even along the spines. Like, I'd take them out and, like, start grinding at them. So I'm almost thinking if you take them out of the oil and skip all the bullshit and just clamp it and sh- ship it straight to the oven right away. Yeah. And keep it as hot as you can. 
and then bring it down to temperature in the oven uh, to relieve all that stress if these cores would crack. Yeah, because like I noticed cracks. I, I think I'm abandoning. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to. That's the thing. I don't want to abandon. I'm not. You're using Twitter. 1095. I tried 1095. I tried 80 CRV two, and I tried 1075. Man, <sighs> you know the only one I've had success with is A two. A yeah, A two, and that was a cutting bit for a hatchet. Yeah, yeah, because you even had your hatchets blow up on you. Yeah, those those really pissed me off. Yeah, <laughs> like they split. I think like, I think that's how me and Justin became very good friends in the past three weeks. <laughs> just calling and crying, yeah, sharing your miseries. <laughs> but I love the look of it. Like, damn, oh, once it's so it's beautiful. quenched, or sorry, you acid etch it, and you get like this. It it kind of looks like Damascus, but it's, it's got all this weird texture and different colors in it almost. It seems more natural than what Damascus would, if you ask me. Like, it looks like natural grain, like wood grain does, you know, like that looks like a rock or whatever. Yeah, rock. Dude. It depends on what oh, yeah. grain of rot you're working yeah. with as well, too. Uh, I had, uh, I'm not going to give his name out because I don't want you guys running after him, but uh, I know somebody <laughs> who forged out some. Uh, semi billets with some rot. So it was me, know, man. No, it wasn't you. <laughs> Somebody else. They were they were forged out on uh, forge welded out on the press and all that good stuff and blah blah blah. Okay. And, uh, so you know he's gonna bring up the price, give me the price, see what they go for. But even then, I'm like so afraid to fucking get. Once you it. quench it, that's when it breaks because your exterior, the two rot sides, they're contracting. And it splits what, the core. What I think I'm going to do is I'm just going to go with different style blades. Like, so 